This is the Encore Truth Podcast, a space to help you navigate everyday relationships with a faith-based approach. This podcast was created for the person in pursuit of being the best version of themselves and on their healing journey from brokenness. Get ready for your glass of the truth with Ty, Danny, Karn, and Shanta. discussing embracing your singleness today you're going to find out which of us are single you're going to find out our definition of being single and you are going to find out how some of us embrace our singleness so ladies where are my single girls hey i'm here i'm here Oh, Carmen, you sound a little unsure. It's okay to be single okay, sometimes, okay. girl. I don't want to send you you out. I'm sorry, but okay. Well, I'm single. Danielle, what do you, what's your status, honey? I need some singles in my hair, but um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, I'm not single. Okay. I'm, taking... <laughs> I'm single and ready to mingle, honey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like that. You heard it though. first on the Encore Truth podcast. <laughs> Alright, so let's go ahead and address our bubbly. Yes, yes we will. So last time we heard from a guy who really was into this girl and she expressed that to her, but according to her, they are just friends. Now, he's he has started to see another lady and he's starting to like her. His question is, is he cheating or is he single? What do you guys think? Is he is he cheating? I don't think he's cheating um, because they are not committed. I mean, if mm. there wasn't a, uh, a mutual understanding that both of the parties are together, committed, then no, he's not cheating. Yeah, I agree. He never, like, um, officially committed to the first woman, so. Mm-hmm. Um, or she never officially committed to him because they've gone on dates. That's not things like that. Good point. Yeah, because you can you can definitely date more than one person. It's Mm -hmm. not like you're being intimate with them or anything. You're dating. Like, why not shop around? But if you are being intimate with someone, I mean, if those boundaries have already been crossed and there was no mutual understanding that both parties are together in a relationship, then again, no, he's not cheating. There's got to be a clear understanding. Like, you know, even if people have become intimate uh, that does not equate with a commitment that's true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I mean it's a it's a conversation that needs to be had you know if she feels uncomfortable like I understand it's a respect thing you know some people they don't want you to text any other person that you might be um dating in their Mm -hmm. presence they become Um, territorial yeah they become territorial like I understand that but at the same time if she 
is basically like blowing him off like no you're in the friend zone like what did why is she getting mad yeah good point you have to if, if he's given her an opportunity to make that clear and she still chooses to be friends then i guess he does have that freedom mm-hmm. i think too even the friend zone <laughs> i guess even even that sometimes need clarific needs clarification because you can be friends and getting to know each other with the intent of getting together in the future, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that case, I wouldn't want to spend my time with someone talking on the phone, going out on dates. Even if we're still just friends, I would not want to spend that time knowing that he's still shopping around. But, you know, sometimes that's so vague. Like, sometimes you don't know if the other person has the intentions to, you know potentially commit to you down the line and then you might be afraid to ask and why be afraid though right yeah. some people are and then you know to be acting like it's your vague answer like, well well you know i like you but i don't know you and, you well know. that's the importance of dating like and being open and communicating with each other what you want but i understand okay. that this is reality and some people aren't as open as they should and of course feelings get hurt but yeah but i'm quick to have that what are we conversation Mm -hmm. because my feelings are not about to be on the line definitely exactly yeah and it's the what are we with that openness it's okay if you know if you want to go a different direction but just if you don't have that intent let me know right and your friends first Mm -hmm. like your friends hey it's okay like i mean i just want to know because somebody else asked me on a date well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we shared our status with you all, but now we are going to share how we deal with our status. So some of us are single. One of us is taken. One of us seems like she almost taken, but, <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully I'll be taken soon. So. <laughs> Listen, I'm single and loving it. But, um, so ladies, how do you deal with your singleness? Or how did you deal with your singleness? Um, in regards to me, I uh, focus on doing things that I like to do that are positive. Um, also just kind of like being content with doing things by myself. You know, I go out to eat by myself sometimes mm-hmm. or... I sit at home alone and watch my favorite TV show, which is Chicago PD, by the way. <laughs> I was supposed to be a detective in another life. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, just like being content with doing things and enjoying my alone time. I like that. That's, I mean, it's real. Um, but for me, I've been single for some time. So I'm going to leave my number at the end of the podcast <laughs> for anybody who wants it. Okay, Not anybody, but obviously. But, um, I typically like to, I try to remain focused. I don't like pondering on my singleness because, I mean, to be honest, there's nothing wrong with it. So, I like to stay busy, um, focus on my son, and just focus on, like, my goals. Like, what am I trying to achieve? What is it that I want? And when I'm staying busy, I'm not really focusing on me being single. So, yeah. Like, again, I'll be leaving my number at the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a positive outlook, Shanta. That is not mm-hmm. focusing on it because you're still you. Like right. People I mean, being single, being in a relationship is not 
it doesn't define you. Obviously, when you start to share your life with someone, you're married, that's a different story. You, you do become one with that person, but until then, yes, be you. Mm-hmm. Be you. So, I am in a committed relationship with a, with a little cutie. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but I definitely had my, my seasons of singleness, and to be honest, I have handled them in different ways. So, actually, on the last podcast, I talked I talk about a, a breakup, a bad breakup, or at least the aftermath was a little bad for me. Um, and that was before I knew who I was. So um, I was dealing with a lot of emotions. But now, like before this relationship and um, some even some time before this relationship, I was much more content because I was much more secure in who I, who I am and who I was becoming. Um, but yes, that time really was spent finding out redefining myself I guess finding out what it is that I truly love to do who I truly am what is my purpose Mm -hmm. and just enjoying that definitely spending time more time with other people that I love um building those relationships that because when you are in a relationship you you do um it can take away from other relationships and that's not Mm. necessarily a bad thing now it can be toxic (laughs) depending on like (laughs) you know, how that happens. But that's normal because you're spending more time with the person that you're getting to know. Mm-hmm. But, um, so being, when you are single, that's a good time to spend time with your loved ones more. And uh, that's something that I did. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, so I am single and I find myself doing a lot of self-care. Like, yes. mm-hmm. yesterday... I knew that today we were going to be recording, so yesterday was Saturday, so I said, you know what, it's going to be a self-care Saturday instead of a self-care Sunday, because, you know, you just got to take care, you know, of yourself, do some stuff that you like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, During this time, I've been single actually a year today, goodness gracious, Um, but... Happy single birthday. Thank you. You Y'all should give me a cake. <laughs> but, um, so during this time, I have figured out like my likes, my dislikes. Yeah. I figured out what worked in my past relationship and what did not work, mm-hmm. you know, and going forth, like what I can prevent in my next relationship. Um, during this time, I also, I take myself on dates, just like you said, Carmen. Like, it is yes. okay. Like, mm-hmm. everybody look at, you sitting at a table by yourself as like a negative thing. Like I'm pretty sure it's been times where waitresses or waiters will come to you and be like, "Are you expecting anything?" <laughs> You're like, uh, "No, I'm on a date by myself." Listen, girl. Right. So um, yes. take yourself out. Like mm-hmm. yes. dates are not take all yourself. about you know the other person, or it's, it doesn't have to be someone else there. And also, like during this time, I'm so big on people not wasting my time. Oh yes. So like you know everybody usually be like so you know like how many guys are you talking to like uh none like zero like I like my alone time I like my freedom and I I'm thinking basically right now it's it's quality over quantity like I I like that quality over quantity Yes, I, until someone comes along and approaches me the correct way and knows how to treat me the right way and has the same beliefs as I do, 
then we can go somewhere. But as far as if, if that's not coming, I, I don't want it. I would rather stay at home and be in my little own little space mm-hmm. on my weekends that I get to myself, you know, and just have me some self-care rather than entertaining a situation that's going to go absolutely nowhere. Yes. Or I'm going to end up being hurt at the end when my feelings are hurt. You said something, right, you said something that was good, though. You take that time to learn your likes and dislikes. Mm -hmm. And so when those people do approach you who don't meet those standards, Mm -hmm. it's easier to say, hey, you know, you're not the one for me, I'm not the one for you. Um, But, yeah, that's something that's really, really important. That was something that I did, too. During uh, that season, I wasn't just taking the time to figure out what it is that I wanted in a relationship, but it was also, okay, what's my standard for myself? <laughs> what's mm-hmm. it that I do and don't like about the way I behave in relationships? And just literally praying and asking God, hey, can you make me that perfect wife for this husband that I'm asking you to make so perfect for me? Mm-hmm. Make sure that I'm perfect. So yeah, all of that, just, just making sure you can identify those um, likes and dislikes and standards. Yeah, so... I agree with that thing, you know, uh, I think it's so important to identify those uh, standards. It's, it's such uh, an important thing that you have to do. So ladies, what is your definition of being single? Mm. Um, that's a good question. Um, well, being single, well, for me, I feel like it's more of a commitment type of situation. Like we were saying in the beginning with the bubbly. Um, there's, I mean, it has to be some form of commitment and communication to know that you're no longer single, um, that you, I wouldn't say belong to someone, but you are obviously um, tied to someone, I mean. But yeah, just having a commitment and not feeling like you are attached to anyone in any way until you are in some type of commitment. When it comes to being single, I feel like some people have different opinions of what being single is. Like you guys mentioned earlier, if you're being intimate with someone, a lot of people um, will still identify themselves as being single mm-hmm. when they're being intimate. And I guess, you know, sometimes both parties identify as being single, but sometimes you'll have someone else really emotionally involved and they're like, hey, no, we, we crossed the line. <laughs> We're right. together, which is why. We'll talk about this later, guys, but this is why we should wait to cross that line, period, for marriage. I, I agree. agree. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, I think that there just has to be a conversation to announce that you're single when it comes to another person being involved. But yes, like Shanta said, being single is having no attachments to someone. So you don't feel ashamed to, if you do have a friend or friends, you don't feel ashamed to talk to them about other interests because you're not attached to them in that way. All right. So y'all, I'm going to go a little left on y'all. My definition of single is you are single until you make a covenant with God, meaning until you get married. You know why? Because in Genesis 2, 24, it says, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united with his wife, and they become one flesh. So I'm saying, when he leaves his mother and his father and y'all get married, then you're not single anymore. But until then, I feel like until that ring is on your finger, you're single. So are you saying that just because you don't have a ring on your finger, you're not single? But even if that communication was there with the two parties and they've been together for quite some time, no, they're not married, but I mean, they have made that commitment to each other. You're single to a certain extent, let me tell you. 
if you're in a relationship with this man and you are committed to this man, when you file your taxes, what you put on there, single or married? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. I get your point. Put into perspective then. Okay. But I, I do have a question. I, I definitely get your point. I disagree with that, though. But I get your point. So if a person is calling themselves single, then how do they behave? Do they behave like a single person? Are they able to entertain other men and women? That's a good question. It depends on the talk about commitment. What do you mean? The like, conversation that they will have once with someone who they are in a relationship with. Okay. But they're still. I feel like it's just levels to singleness. Okay. Like, yeah, at I the end it. of the day, guess right. what? We can't, let me tell you, if something happened to you, I will not be able to put you on my insurance with my job. You know, That's like, true. it's just... Listen, I'm not, we are single until we make that covenant with God. That doesn't mean I'm going to be running around here, entertaining everybody and doing Lord knows what. It just means that we're not, we're not married. Mm-hmm. I get your point, Ty, because, you know, marriage is also a business. You know, a lot of people don't look at it like that, but it really is when it comes to like taxes and, you know, insurance, you know, you, you know, you're connecting a lot of things that have to do with business. So I totally agree. Um, for me, um, my definition of being single is just being content in God while being alone. You know, if he happens to send you a partner in your life, um, they're just an addition to yourself as a whole person, mm-hmm. you know, that you develop into while dwelling in God during your singleness. You know, people always say, oh, I found my partner and they completed me. But it's like, you should be complete. When you meet your partner, Mm -hmm. you know, they're in addition to your life. Um, You know, there's a beautiful scripture that I love. Uh, It reminds me of how God feels about us and how he loves us. And it gives me a lot of comfort. Um, It's in the Psalms of Solomon 4 and 7. Uh, It says, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And that just reminds me that um, I am fine the way I am without anybody else's validation, mm-hmm. um, as long as I am validated by God. So I, I love that scripture. That's nice. And it's nothing wrong with being single, you know, and allowing God to do things for us in a different type of way, to, like uh, Danielle was saying, letting him prepare us mm-hmm. for our future husbands. But I wonder why, ladies, why do you think that People have a negative outlook on being single. Social media. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's just the images that we see. Like, <laughs> it's so. I know. The vacation. <laughs> Relationship goals. Right. Yes. Matching pajamas. Right. Holiday <laughs> pictures. Right. <laughs> and nothing is wrong with that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that stuff is all beautiful, but that's more glamorized than I think being single is. It's just associated with being sad and being lonely when really. I mean, that's like a moment of freedom, and it's really, like we've, like we've been talking about, at times to just explore yourself and love on you. Mm-hmm. Like, have your, what you call it, Ty? <laughs> your um, self-care Saturdays. Yes. yes. You can have a self-care every day. Okay? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think, um, I think most people look at it as negative because they associate being single with being alone. Yes. 
and no one wants to be alone, right? right? Mm -hmm. So I think that is one reason why. And I think also people look at it negative because, I mean, with everything, two is always better than one. And, you know, let's go back to our roots. You know, let's start with our roots. As humans, we're naturally wired to want to be around other humans because God wanted us to be fruitful and multiply under marriage, of course. Of course. And mm -hmm. that includes a desire to want to mate. You know, we see this in Genesis 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man be alone. I will make him a help fit for him. A help meaning a woman. Mm -hmm. A woman fit for mm -hmm. him. Um, you know, because of this natural wiring in us, I think that some people have taken the idea of being single and polluted it and uh, turned it into a negative thing because most of us are biologically and naturally made to desire a mate. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with remaining single until that specific person that God ordained for you yeah. comes along. Definitely. Like that. that was like that. really well-spoken, mm -hmm. Herman. Y'all have to, like what Danielle was saying um, a little bit ago, um, you observing when you're observing other people's lives, I mean, sometimes you, but for me, you might get a little bit envious because that's something that you want and it's just not happening at that moment. But you also, for me, sometimes tends to have a little bit of negative thoughts, which is not right, but um, about your, so having negative thoughts about your current situation, I mean, um, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with that either, but we should, instead of having those negative thoughts about you being single and observing other people's um, relationships, we should also be able to embrace that as well. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Definitely. All right, ladies. So we've talked about embracing your singleness, but let's talk about how do you deal with a man who keeps coming back? What do you do? How I deal with it is that I don't deal with it at all. Uh, men only do what you allow them to do. And a lot of times, you know, men don't realize what they had until after they've messed up. And then, you know, that's when they try to come back. That's true. That's very true. They always try to come back and realize what they lost. Right. So if you allow that man to treat you like you, you're a revolving door, I mean, you know, then he'll think it's okay to keep coming back and forth. I guess the the, the main question is, how much will you allow? Oh. Um, and so just understanding how much, well, the ending point, like, at what point are you going to cut it off? Yeah. I know we said how do ladies deal with men, but I think we should ask that question about women too, Ooh. going back to. But I, I think for men and women, it's just about... Because every situation is unique, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's really just about setting those boundaries and having clear communication. You know, if um, because sometimes you do have a relationship where one person may have moved on before the other person does. And, you know, again, like there's that grieving process. We know that, like we talked about this before, like that can be a part of that grieving process, coming back, trying to rekindle the flame. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just having that communication, that clear communication, setting those boundaries. Um, and then obviously, um, if both parties are respectful, mature adults, then they should respect what you say. Right. If they don't respect you, if they don't respect the boundaries that you set in place, then that's when you need to, I think, become more 
aggressive and you're um, ignoring or whatever it may be. Yes. But yeah, just definitely setting those boundaries and just, just communicating. Right. Yes. Because if you if you were with them at some point, then it's not, they may or, well, they may or may not be an enemy now, but if they're not an enemy, there's no need to like be, you know, be evil, be mean, be. But be assertive. Rude, but yeah, you do need to be assertive, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be very clear as well. My answer for like, how do you deal with a man or woman who keeps coming back is don't allow them to do that. You know, like this is your life. You have permission over your life. Don't keep letting them. Yeah, do not keep letting them. Um, and it's not love when they do that. It is not love. Mm-hmm. You know, some like I remember back in the day, like I would think like, oh my goodness, he loves me so much. He keeps on coming back. Mm. That's not love. It's something right. else. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's something else, but it's, it's not love. And don't be afraid to utilize your block list. Like, just how Danny was just saying, like, you know, if you're very clear and they still don't get the picture and you may have to get a bit more aggressive, block them. Sometimes, so, but sometimes you aren't as strong as others, you know, when it comes to true. blocking yeah, like if they're if they are disrespectful, you know, or out of line, I just I I pretty much don't respond. So my response is for for them to be added to the block list, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to be tempted, you know, to go back and forth with them. Yeah, my advice is don't let him or don't let her because I know some women are guilty of it as well, and sometimes it's just is just best and more healthy to like move on, especially right. if you feel that your relationship have reached like the ultimate low. Like you find yourselves doing things to each other that you know you've never done, like, you know, damaging things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you've reached that point, it's it's time to move on. It's that's not healthy. Verbally, <laughs> yeah. verbally aggressive. Yeah. And something um that I was reading in a book one time, they gave like an analogy about um going to the grocery store. So when you go to the grocery store you know, if you're, if this is a short trip, maybe you went for milk, right? Mm-hmm. You go to the section, you go in the specific store, you go to the section, you see that they do not have milk. Are you going to keep on looking around that store for milk? No, you're going to leave that store because you're going to say, oh, they don't have what I'm looking for. They mm-hmm. don't have milk. It's right. pointless for you to <clears throat> stay there, you know? Yeah. So if you have someone in your life who keep on coming back is pointless for you to keep on entertaining it because obviously there's something in that person that they don't have that you need right. you know mm-hmm. so it's it's okay to walk out of that store it's okay to walk out of their lives that's good that's true i mean um and i think you have to be okay you know when you do that when you walk out of their lives you have to be content with yourself okay ladies so just to clarify you all are saying when an ex tries to come back and keeps trying to come back, you should not allow them to try to rekindle the flames? Not exactly. Not exactly. I think it depends. I mean, sometimes there might have been something real between people and if they're both available and want to try something new, I think it's okay, you know. But if you do set those boundaries... And you are not wanting to try something new. You know that that's not for you for whatever reason. Then they should be respected. If they're not respected, then you may need to cut off communication. But how can they try something new when they're an ex? 
I said both people are single. They're both single and willing. Why not? Because, you know, people are, people change, people grow. And if the reason that kept the two people apart, you know, is non-existent now, there could be a chance. People just have to use good judgment. But it also depends on how many times did did you guys try to keep working that out? Was it once yeah. or twice or three times? Because at what point are you going to cut it off? And say that's enough. I mean, and what type of relationship was it? Was it platonic? You know, like oh, what yeah. was what kind of relationship was it? Because if it if it's something that is not healthy for you anymore, but you're consistently allowing that to happen, how is that helping you and allow progression to seek in? It's not if you you know consistently allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think it depends on like how did you guys like end up becoming exes? I mean, yeah, what happened? You know, was it something so bad that you shouldn't let that person come back, or was it something mm-hmm. that you can forgive? Because we do have to think about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, God true. forgives us every day. Very good. That's very and true. He wants us to forgive. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a difference too, like being bitter or you know being. Um, hateful toward that person rather than saying you know what we already tried this I already know what this is I don't want that you know I mean I guess to each his own I really liked your analogy about the milk you know but let's say people people do change people do grow they do change that's true it still might not be for you so you're saying like they do not yeah. what they need to do to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. They put into themselves what they need to to be that better person for you and then come back. If it's right, yeah. If it's right for you. That's why we need to, we need to seek God yeah, and, pray, yes. and prayer and everything, and especially mm-hmm. decisions about spending the rest of our lives with people. So definitely seek God first. <laughs> yes. All right, ladies. Are you guys ready for our bubbly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's tune in. <laughs> So, um, you know, this week's bubbly, uh, someone shared a story of a bad first date. In today's bubbly, I'm going to be sharing a story of a date turned wild. So there was a young lady who had been asked out on a date by a guy she met. Um, he took her out for food and drinks and, uh, but then he mentioned it was his brother's birthday as well. He then asked, uh, do you want to hang out afterwards with me to celebrate my brother's birthday? Um, She responded and said, that's fine, not realizing what the full extent of that was. To her surprise, after dinner, they pulled up to a strip club. (laughs) Uh, The young woman had never been to a strip club, so it was quite an experience for her. After that experience, she realized that uh, calling it a night might be a good thing sometimes. Tune into the next episode where you'll hear our thoughts on this situation. I can't wait for that. It's going to be a little juicy. Yes, it is. And it might. Strip club. That's pretty. That's an interesting story. It is. Tune in to the next episode where we'll be discussing first date do's and don'ts. This is the Uncork Truth Podcast coming to serve you the truth. Don't forget, follow us on social media at Facebook and Instagram at the Uncorked Truth Podcast.